And so in order to really listen to your intuition, which is really just the knowing, like, I mean, we all know what we need, but we don't create a lot of space for that to actually come through. So one thing I teach a lot about is I call it magic mornings. It's basically just a journaling practice that I do in the morning, but you can do it anytime. And the intention behind it is to manifest and is to listen to your intuition. But really what you're doing is just giving yourself space and time and energy to ask those questions and allow the questions to come through. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May and on this fine Friday morning I have an interview for you. But before we get into that I just quickly want to ask a little favor. It means the absolute world when you guys listen to one of my episodes because I pour my heart and soul into every single one. I would love if you could subscribe if you're listening to Apple Podcasts or follow if you listen to Spotify. If you really want to help a sister out though type a quick review and leave a rating. To share all of this Real Health Real Talk screenshot yourself listening to the potty and share with your friends on your Insta story. A few weeks ago, I got to chat with the beautiful Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth. Stephanie is an intuition and manifestation mentor. In this episode, we touch on what manifestation is, relationships, intuition, and how to have the best possible 2020. So many value points in this episode, so let's dive right in. Stephanie, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. I'm so excited. So we've been coordinating this interview for a while, but I'm so excited that we get to actually chat today. But I like to start with the real recap, which is essentially where we talk about the week that was. So how has your last week been? Mm. It's so funny. I was literally just thinking about this earlier today and talked about it on Instagram a little bit last week. Last week for me was super, super like high vibe, really good mood, like just feeling 100% in the flow and happy and in love. And this week is like the total opposite, which I think happens all the time where you get like the polarity, uh, like Mm -hmm. the light and the dark. So last week I was feeling very light. This week I'm definitely feeling like there's also a new moon on Friday. So definitely feeling like all that old stuff kind of coming up to be let go of so definitely like lower energy this week but which I still think is is good yeah I think so I think when you have the low energy weeks it makes you appreciate the high energy weeks totally how are you feeling so this week I feel like everyone would know Australia like has been the last over a month has just been on complete fire um, yeah. And we actually had a scare, like just a tiny fire, like near our house because with at my parents' mm. house, they live in regional Victoria. Um, and it was so scary, but we've just all been doing the best we can in the way of like supporting everyone and trying to donate. And I think that it just, everyone in Australia has this like heavy heart, but I just really hope like, yes, we've been getting some rain, but we all need to just remember that although the fires are coming to an end, hopefully, um, we just need to keep on supporting the communities that have been through this. Mm. What What would you want people outside of Australia to know? Because I feel like other than social media, it's not really something that we're hearing that much about. Yeah, which is kind of sad. So 
the, I mean, when I was, well, obviously I've been in Australia. So when the California fires were on and like the Amazon fire, like that was all that was getting broadcast here in Australia. Um, mm. And and now we have these huge fires and obviously any sort of fire, any sort of like destruction of Mother Nature is awful, but these are so much bigger. Um, and the only reason I'm saying that is because I just simply don't think that they're getting the exposure. Um, and what happens is when they don't get the exposure, obviously people, we just don't have the support. So I think that if you're not in Australia, like just try like just even if you don't donate like just have a little bit of research into how how much land we've lost how many animals we've lost how many houses we've lost because it's yeah. been crazy um and it is actually unimaginable and when i looked at the map of australia even me being in australia i was just floored when i saw how much land we have lost and and everything so i think um just every even everyone just sending their prayers and their and their best yeah. wishes for the highest good and and helping us as a country get through it is amazing like don't underestimate the power of prayer but mm-hmm. um yeah we've I, it's been the one like positive that's come out of this is how amazing like we've all branched together as a community as a country um but i think that we all just need to remember even though like if the whole like the actual devastation of that that first hit of fire has has been gone and is, is now diminishing. People are still re- rebuilding their lives, so it's something that we need to be consistently mm. thinking about. Mm. And I feel like that's such a good reminder, just for like life in general, to kind of step out of our own bubble and remember that there's yeah. other people in the world experiencing things that we don't necessarily know about unless we intentionally know about it. Yeah. And I think not even just Australia, I think that sometimes like I do it as well all the time when we don't see something every day or when it's so far mm-hmm. away from us, it does not feel real. So even if it is just having a look at um, some Australian like influences, they have like, I know Sarah's Day has been posting a lot. Do you have, do you follow Sarah's Day or no Sarah's Day? I don't think so. Okay. Well, she's a quite a popular like Australian influencer and, and through those kinds of people, it's been great because we are getting a lot of, um, just attention, which is what, which is what it needs. Um, but, but yeah, even if you just just sort of have a look and it just is great perspective, even for us, like my family is okay. Our, our, like our property is okay. And at the end of the day, like that is so much more than other people can say. So I really, it's just been a lot of perspective, but I'm so grateful that hopefully there's going to be a lot more rain coming. I was just saying to Stephanie before we started recording that it's pelting down rain here. Um, so not so great for recording conditions, but really great for <laughs> the weather conditions. Yeah. But yeah, um, yes. So uh, sending my love to anyone who is in um, still being affected by the fires and who was continuing to be affected while they rebuild their lives. Mm, me too. So before we dive in, the first thing that I like to ask every guest is what does real health mean to you? Mm. I have been thinking about this a lot, obviously, like the beginning of January, New Year, but even just Mm -hmm. last year, really like coming to a truth with myself about like, how do I actually feel? For me, a lot of the focus, even that I, the work that I do or the the stuff that I talk about the most has so much to do with mental health and um, how you feel about yourself and not a ton about how do you actually feel like within your body. So I think for me, real health is just like an overall check in with all parts of, of you and how you feel. Yeah. I love that. Really holistic. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about who you are and what you do just for those who may not know. Mm. It's so funny. I was thinking about this right before we jumped on because I obviously host a podcast. So it's always the first question I ask people is like, who are you? What do you do? Like, what's your story? And right now that I'm kind of like switching roles and I'm on a lot of other people's podcasts, it's always like I realize it's such a hard question to answer about yourself (laughs) or like, what is your story? It's hard to know, like, where do I start? What do people want to know? But I'm Stephanie and I am a manifestation and intuition mentor and I also host Made of Magic, the podcast. And the work that I do now really, I've been mentoring and coaching for about probably six years kind of on the side and full-time for just over two years. But a year and a half ago, I... So I was coaching and mentoring mainly on like inner kindness and self-love and all of that. And about a year and a half ago, I called off my engagement after like a whole season, summer season of cocooning and like really trying to listen to what my intuition was trying to tell me. And everything clicked into place after that. It's like such a, every time I talk about that with people, they're like, wow, that's, that's so hard. Like that's not necessarily like a positive thing to call up your engagement, but it was something that I, my intuition was trying to tell me for so long that when I finally listened, my whole entire life clicked into place. And so now I mentor women and talk about on the podcast about how do you do that? Like, how do you listen to your intuition? What is your intuition? How does it come through? And what is it trying to tell you in your life, your relationships, your business? And really, how do you get back to your magic? I think especially for women, we are taught to look at other people and how they're doing it and what our body should look like and all of this stuff of like, how should we be living our life instead of really peeling back the layers of, well, who who actually am I? What do I actually want? And that's where the magic is. And so I mentor on getting back to to that. I love that so much. Um, can you just, for those who might not know, because recently, I mean, the last few, probably three years, I've really been getting yeah. into spirituality and manifestation, but some people still don't know a lot about it. So you can just talk a little bit about manifestation for a bit. Totally. Yeah. Before I like intentionally started learning about it, I didn't really know what it was either. And I think like you said, the last couple of years, it's kind of, it's more on social media and we're learning about it. But I always think the easiest way to talk about it is really just the belief and the practice that you can create whatever you want to create. So the first thing I would love to speak to about is intuition. Can you just talk a little bit about what you do as an intuition mentor and a few tips for those who would like to maybe strengthen their own intuition? Yeah, it's my favorite question. So strengthening, honestly, my intuition and the intuition of clients that I work with, there's like so many, like anything, there's so many ways you can do the same thing. There's so many ways you can manifest. There's so many ways you can um, tap into your intuition and be intuitive and all of that. But what I have found to be the most powerful is just getting back to know yourself. I say this all the time, but we are so interested 
and like deeply care about what everybody else needs, which is a beautiful quality, but we want to know. So if there's somebody that you love, we want to know, okay, what do you need? What do you want? What do you desire? And then we do everything possible to like add value to that for people that we love. But we very often and less intentionally don't stop and do that for ourselves. So in order to hear your intuition, you have to make space to get to know yourself. And so it's a ton of inner work. It's a ton of, like I said before, peeling back the layers of, okay, who do I, who have I been showing up as? And is that actually in alignment with who I want to be? How do I want to show up? What do I actually want to do? Because unless you stop and and ask yourself those questions, a lot of us are just kind of living based on what we think we should be doing or how we think other people want us to show up or we, we also change, right? So what was working at one point or what you wanted at one point might be completely different tomorrow or a year from now. And so in order to really listen to your intuition, which is really just the knowing, like, I mean, we all know what we need. We all know what we, um, what is trying to be told to us from ourselves, but we don't create a lot of space for that to actually come through. So one thing I teach a lot about is I call it magic mornings. It's basically just a journaling practice that I do in the morning, but you can do it anytime. And the intention behind it is to manifest and is to listen to your intuition. But really what you're doing is just giving yourself space and time and energy to ask those questions and allow the questions to come through. So many of us don't know what our intuition is trying to tell us or what we like really, all of us have those moments of like, I don't know what to do. But the truth is you probably haven't actually stopped and asked yourself. We are like looking for the answers in so many different places when the place that we really need to ask and look for it is within ourselves. And so a really easy place to start is carve out a little bit of time. Like it can literally be five minutes. It can be a minute, honestly, to just ask yourself the questions and just create space and silence and room for stuff to come through. It's like anything, anything you want to get better at or improve, you need to prioritize, you need to create space for. Yeah. And it feels so good. I Well, it feels good, but I think the thing is for a lot of us, we already do know what our intuition is going to say. So for me, for example, I knew for a very long time that I needed to call off my engagement. I knew that my business wasn't working because of that, I knew that I wasn't feeling in alignment because of that. Like I knew that I, I, this was not what, who I was supposed to be with, but I'm a human and there's so much on top of it. And so I didn't want to be quiet. I didn't want to ask myself. I didn't want to journal or do any of the things that I, my like soul was asking me to do because I knew what was going to come through. And so I get that because generally we do know. So if you can just start to like build that trust with yourself that you're able to handle anything. Like, yes, things that are scary might come through. Yes, you may actually have to do work and follow through. But just on the other side of that, when you listen to what your intuition is saying and you trust it and you do the hard thing, that's where all the magic is. Today, you made a post about relationships that I found really intriguing. You said next level love equals normal. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? Yes. I talk a ton about my relationship because 
a huge part of my story was calling off my engagement. And then I met Justin, who is my now boyfriend. We've been together for just over a year. I met him two months after calling off my engagement. And it wasn't really like if it made no sense that I met him and we fell in love and like our whole story just because of like the timeline of things. But I talk so much about him because I never realized before our relationship that this was how relationships were quote unquote supposed to be or how I could feel or what love would be like. And I settled and that's why I was in a relationship for so long that I wasn't actually happy in or why I was engaged for so long without actually calling it off. And so I talk so much about our relationship because I just want women or people to see that it like to really have a, what I, I think we settle because we have no reference point. So we don't see people in our life who have really beautiful, healthy relationships or we've never been in one. And so I fully believe that part of my purpose is to kind of expand that idea but Justin and I were talking about it this last week and I had just kind of had that realization of like, I also though want people to know that, yes, I talk about this next level love. Cause for me, compared to what I've ever, I've had before, or just know, like, this is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted to call in the person I want to be with, but I never had that before. So I talk about it as my next level love because it feels like that. And it is that for me because I manifested it and because he's in my life, but we are also normal and this should be normal. Like we, we settle into relationships or things because they're comfortable or because we don't know that there is more that is possible. And so therefore when there is something that's really good, like our relationship or this love, we put it on a pedestal and Mm -hmm. I just want to, Yes, it's like two-sided. I want to be a part of expanding the idea of what is possible and that like this is how you should feel, but also normalize it in the process. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you want to say that it is great, but it's not so great that it's not attainable. Right, and and this level of like love and respect and relationship should be how your relationship is and it shouldn't be like, yeah, unattainable or something that like other people have, or I don't want people to look at our relationship and be like comparing their relationship or their love, because obviously there is more to our relationship as well than like a couple pictures or stories that I tell. And I try my hardest to let people in on all of it, but I just had that click moment of like, yes, I want everyone watching or listening to know that you really can find somebody that you feel what I and Justin feel together in our relationship and how meant to be that was, but also like it's so completely normal. Well, what would you say is your best piece of advice for maybe somebody who's going through a relationship breakdown or somebody who maybe thinks that their relationship is coming to an end? What would you say to them? Mm. Listen to your intuition and I think it's there's two sides to it, right? Because either you're the person who is having, like I was the one who called off the engagement. So for me, it was listening to my intuition. Obviously for my then boyfriend or my then fiance, it kind of caught him off guard or wasn't exactly the thing that he wanted. But 
I deeply knew, and it's so annoying to hear, but like I deeply knew that that was a thing that would be the most beneficial for both of us. So I think either side that you're on, knowing that like it's so much better to trust that feeling and that intuition now than it is to wait. And eventually it's going to get a whole lot louder. Because the thing with your intuition is like it's never wrong. So either you listen to it now and you trust yourself. Part of the reason why we don't listen to our intuition is because we don't want to make the wrong decision, right? So if it's calling off uh, engagement or, or going through a breakup, it's like, I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to break up with this person and then realize a year from now, like, shoot, that was not the right call. Um, so it's really knowing that you know. And so if it's coming through that loud and clear in that knowing, is better now than in the future. And, and just knowing that you can trust yourself. You don't need other people to tell you what to do or not to do. Yeah. Beautiful. I think, yeah, it is really hard, I think, to build up that trust for your intuition, but I guess that would just come with practice of listening to it. Yeah, it does. And starting with little things, right. And that's why I talk about making space and, and allowing it to come through. Like the reason we don't, necessarily trust ourself and our intuition is because we have like no no evidence of what that even means or no relationship with ourselves. So that that trust with yourself really starts with rebuilding a relationship with for so many of us our relationship with ourself is very broken or not nurtured. And so it, it is about um getting back to know who you are and slowly like not testing your intuition but following like asking simple questions and listening to what comes through and then actually following through part of the reason why we don't trust ourselves or our intuition is because it's been talking to us for so long but we don't follow through with what comes up and it really it creates that like broken relationship or broken trust Mm mm-hmm Okay, I'm really excited now to talk a little bit more into the nitty-gritty side of things. Yeah. I'd love to know your best your best three tips for making 2020 a great year through intuition and manifestation. Mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, all of them kind of fall under the same answer. I think mm-hmm. starting well, first I would say start small. I think like anything new that you're starting, it's really tempting to think of like 20 okay so if we're talking about 2020 it's like okay let me think of the whole of 2020 and like what do I want to accomplish that's a lot of pressure and so I would say start small like but also allow yourself so that might be answer one start small in a sense of like okay create a little bit of space create five minutes in your morning or your day or your night anytime honestly that works for you to I know a lot of people have resistance to journaling and that I think is because we don't want to know what's about to come up, but there is something really, really powerful about getting out of your head. So much of our energy throughout the whole day is like in our head, thinking, 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 and that's not where the magic is. And so if you can like make a little bit of space and start small and even just write out not journaling like we used to do when we were little kids, not like dear diary, but what is up in your head that needs to get out? When I first started doing magic mornings and journaling, it was 100% nothing to do with manifesting and into into intuition. It was all about there's so much happening in my head and I want to move it out. And so you can write to yourself, you can write to the universe, you can write to anything just to move it out of your head onto paper 
can get rid of it. So I would say the first one would be start small, but start somewhere, like actually start doing something. Um, and I would highly suggest carve out a little time to journal whatever is going up in your head. And then the manifesting part of it would be my favorite. This might be my second tip. My favorite, favorite, favorite prompt for um, manifesting, but also just really getting to know yourself is my next level life looks and feels like. We can be so logical with things and not that that doesn't manifest things, but it is a very controlled energy where we're like, okay, by the end of 2020, I want to have X, X, Y, and Z, and here's how I'm going to get it. That is good to have like that action, um, but it's really powerful for manifesting if you allow yourself to go into that like dreamy energy where don't think about how you're going to make it, don't make it happen, don't think about what you need to do, step one, step two, step three, but really just allow, okay, what would my next level life look like? If anything was possible, what would I be doing? If anything was possible, who would I be with? What would my, or if we're talking about relationships, which is a huge thing that I manifested, it's like not focusing on the detail of what this person's going to be like, but who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? How good is it going to feel and really feel it in your body too? Like how good is it going to feel when you are in that showing up exactly as you want to show up? So how do you want to show up? Like not in a detail of, here's how I'm going to get it. But in a really detailed of like, how is it going to feel? Who am I going to be? What's that going to be like? So my next level life looks and feels like, or if anything was possible, blank, blank, blank. So that's probably my second. And then I'm just trying to think what goes with those. I think, uh, I don't know. I think those two are probably my top ones. I don't know if I can think of a third one off the top of my head, but allow yourself that, that space, make space, uh, release and trust your intuition, release what doesn't need to be with you anymore. Trust what comes up and allow yourself to really like go into that, um, dreamy energy of anything is possible because it is. I love that so much. I'm going to do that journaling prompt after this interview. (laughs) So I've so loved talking to you. But before we wrap up, I like to do a segment called Real Quick Cues. So I'm just going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, What is the best thing you have ever manifested? My relationship. What is the one thing, what is one thing that you are grateful for today? Mm. The trust that I have with myself. What is one thing you want to do for the first time ever this year? Okay, this is really random, but I really want to go to a dance class. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, what is your favorite snack at the moment? Ooh, my favorite snack, anything chocolate, honestly. Okay, ditto, love. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is your favorite season? Mm, fall. Lovely. Okay. Thank you so, so much. Do you want to just quickly tell the listeners where they can hear more from you? Yeah. Um, I'm always on Instagram. So that's at Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth. And then if you want to check out my podcast, it's Made of Magic, the podcast. Amazing. Well, I cannot wait to hear more from you. Thank you so much for dropping in. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Real Health Real Talk Potty. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear or see more from me, come over and follow me at Ebony May Health on Instagram. Can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye.